You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby. Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's start the show. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Hold on to your butts. Showtime, a-holes. So what did Brie Larson ever do to the incels? Like what? Uh, like, like why are they? Like why are they so hurt? Being attractive and successful—that's probably it. But that's my thing. Oh, by the way, hi. This is the box office. I mean, Bruce podcast. How's it going? It's going um, good. I mean, I wish I was attractive and successful. I might uh, be one of those things. Uh, yeah, the thing is, that's how that's how I feel too. I wish I was attractive and successful, successful as well. But it's one of those deals <laughs> where it's like, come on, you'll always be to I'm me. Like, I'm at I'm like I'm at a loss for words. Because I see Brie Larson, like, literally breathe on the internet, and next thing I know, it's a weird video where it's somebody's like, Brie Larson is trying to destroy Star Wars. She's never worked on a Star Wars movie. What are you... What? like, okay, she's an actress Uh who says, hey, I want to be in a Star Wars movie. Well, Lottie fucking nah. Every... Every actress wants to be in a Star Wars movie. I hope they cast her as like, like a Grandmaster Jedi who can throw two plants together. Dude, I hope she <laughs> is more overpowered than Rey was. That would be hysterical because like the Courtney or like all mm-hmm. those dudes that just like get their jimmies rustled to the max whenever they see Brie Larson's name will freak out. I hope she's the first one to be called a great Jedi on screen. That'd be uh, so funny. <laughs> uh... Uh, you want to hear about this? You hear, you, hey, Star Wars fans, you want to hear something that's going to make you real mad? Yeah. The um, uh, the whole aspect of a gray Jedi is an oxymoron. Anyways, <laughs> it's, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> like, the way they describe it is just like, yeah, what if what if it was just Jedi, but with no stupid rules? Yeah. That's the how they is, imagine you know, it. And that's exactly, because the thing is, under understandably so, like, if you really think about it like that, from, like just like a normal point of view that does seem fine yeah but at the same time that's still just a good guy that's still yeah a jedi without that's still a jedi you're because the thing is gray jedi would constantly be in flux with themselves gray is technically what kylo was being in the last jedi if you really think about it where he's like let the past die yeah. Yada yada yada. Unless like all you, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's technically gray. That is technically a gray Jedi. So it's like Like unless it's still not good. Like the only way it works, even a little bit, is if like you're like a dark side user who's mean, but does it but does the right uses your evil for good, and that's about it. No, for sure. And that's just you know. Uh like, so you, you know, know you mutilated like, all those soldiers oppressing a town. <laughs> What are you gonna do, baby? What are you gonna do, baby? You got death sticks? You want some death sticks? You wanna go home and rethink your life? Anyways, anyway, uh, this is the, uh, you know, this is Corey Osborne from the Box Office Bro um, podcast. I am joined by my better half, my Aww. awesome um, co-host Chance or the Chance Oliver. How are you doing today, Chance? I'm doing good. I went to the YMCA. I smell nice. like chlorine. Uh, Honestly, we New like a- fitness regime. The thing, exactly. Killing it, Chance. Thank you. I'm happy for you, man. I look like a trapezoid by the time the year's over, but upside down. <laughs> You'll be like that swole doggo. You know? 
you're just like, burp, burp, burp. You're, you're, no, you're not. You're gonna go from burp, burp, to be like, burp, burp, woof, woof, woof. <laughs> Could you imagine, like looking at like uh like a miniature schnauzer, and you're like expecting like a little like woof, woof, and it's just like woof, bark, <laughs> bark. Anyways, um, so we don't really have an extremely scripted show. Not that we ever have scripted shows. But it's we, like there's not have, a lot to talk. There's not a lot yeah, of bullet points. Yeah, there isn't a ton of stuff to talk about. But since we've been leaving, like we've been giving you like the uh, um, box office bros, um, listeners proverbial blue balls the past <laughs> little bit. Oh, um, yeah, we, um, yeah. like we, you know, we're wanting to, um, you know, upload more. Not because we just have to, but because. Uh, we should, and it's something that we like to do, yeah. and we have more time now. So and I'm not in La Escuela anymore. So it's um, fun. I am in La Escuela still, <laughs> but um, it's fine. I'll live. But anyways, uh, we don't have a ton to talk about today, but, but it's still going to be. A, but it's still going to be a fun time. We're still going to have a nice conversation. It's still yeah. going to be a great time. I love how I um um you know if my mom's listening, I'm sorry that I said blue balls also if you don't know what blue balls is don't look it up balls. Um, <laughs> but at the same time <laughs> i'm derailing already mm-hmm. um so first Just off covering your ass for later don't yeah, worry pretty much but first of all yeah we get so we so we got ourselves a so we got ourselves a good um news story that came from that you know came from the from the head honcho over at marvel himself so it ain't no Joe Blow. Well, Joe Blow is a pretty good news website, but no, it ain't no Joe Blow. It ain't no, um, you know, it, it ain't no like Mike Zero is mm-hmm. someone who I think of in particular who sucks at Star Wars news. Anyways, <laughs> um, did you know? Did you do you know who Mike Zero is though? Vaguely. Um, like I don't watch his stuff ever, but it was apparently on set, um. <laughs> of the Last Jedi, uh, Ryan. Johnson would like be like, oh, you don't want to get Mike zeroed, and then basically like they would look up rumors that he would post on his YouTube channel, and they would just make the whole entire set would just make fun of them because <laughs> they, they had no like. <laughs> like I, I, I can't get over. It. I just think it's hilarious. I hope that's something. That's I hope that's something that often happens in the industry. Oh, I hope so too. But basically, um. Basically, Kevin Feige was um, talking with um, Steve Weintraub from uh, Collider, and he was saying that Deadpool um, 3 um, is getting worked on by Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is very busy, but he is working on the script right now, Mm -hmm. and he also mentioned that it's going to be R. He's going to it's going to be kept with an R rating, and he said something very interesting saying in the Marvel Universe. He didn't say MCU, so a lot of people are playing semantics with it. But guys, Kevin Feige isn't uh, isn't um, Amy Pascal. No, he he knows when he says Marvel Universe, he means Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So um, Deadpool is going to be rated R. It's going to be Ryan Reynolds, and he's going to be in the MCU. The ramifications of this is very odd, but I want to hear your chances on or your chan- <laughs> your chances chance. I want to hear your thoughts on it first. <laughs> Uh, excellent recovery, by the way. Yeah, um, I try. <laughs> so yeah, my first thought is okay. Where I'm, I'm assuming what's going to happen is with, with like Deadpool continuity because they like mess with time travel a lot in the second one. I assume they're just going to be like, 
oh yeah, no time travel, wink. Like they're gonna be like super like because Deadpool is a franchise and a character who's tongue in cheek. Like they'll speak out of both sides of their mouth on just things like yeah, we're in the MCU now, you know. Like they could literally explain what happened. It's just like well, we used to be owned by this company, but now we're owned by this company, so now we can be with these characters that weren't a part of this company before. So it's just like they can Deadpool is a special character where you could easily explain away why he's here just by the nature of the character just because of his fourth wall breaking where it's just like if Hugh Jackman were to show up you would have to do so much more acrobatics to do something like this uh, also the fact that it's going to be rated R delightful Ma, that just kind of brings a, a few thoughts um, I'm assuming the marketing of this movie is going to be very different than a lot of other MCU movies I think so as well um I doubt they're gonna pull the Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home thing and like whip out other MCU characters to be in the movie as much. I feel like they're gonna maybe use this as a way to test the waters of all the X-Men characters they have now. Um, Maybe see if Zazie Beetz and Josh Brolin's Cable can remain in universe and maybe come over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, You know what would be really crazy though is like if um uh Deadpool made a reference to like jo- or like cable being Josh Rollins and everything mm-hmm. like that and all that kind of stuff. I feel like that would be that'd be a very funny dealio. Like but... Spider-Man sees him and he has like a little panic attack cuz he looks like Thanos. <laughs> He's like you look familiar <laughs> and everybody just kind of like moves on. <laughs> yeah. Um I'd also say that like further along those lines you could almost like yeah, use it as a little waiting pool for other things in the MCU like you could you could redesign Colossus so he looks a little less, you know, because Colossus looks goofy in the Deadpool movies on purpose, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the it is. The same way Juggernaut looked goofy on purpose in uh, Deadpool 2. So you could do it that. Also, if this is a rated R connected to the MCU entirely, then that could open the door to some very interesting things with other characters that aren't necessarily connected to Deadpool. My first thought is Blade, and my second thought is Ghost Rider on if they get away with having I almost feel like Deadpool is like this like gateway drug of rated R for the Marvel movies that you know under you know the MCU like yeah I agree but like um my thing about that is that I feel like you can't have Deadpool be in a PG-13 movie and like say he's in an Avengers movie mm-hmm. or say he's in just showing up in a spider-man movie or something like that i feel like he can still be there and he can still serve his purpose Mm -hmm. but he doesn't have to necessarily be because like think about it like this all comic books or most comic books are already Mm pg-13 in content right and a lot of deadpool comic books are not just straight up blood and nudity and all that different stuff so i have always been even before Deadpool was announced like originally like the first Deadpool was mm-hmm. announced to being rated R. Yeah. I never thought that it was going to be a thing where like I was always okay with um Deadpool being PG-13. Right. Because I was like it's in the writing. That's really what it is. It's writing. I prefer right. it to be R, but I think that um if you can write something in a clever way to where it makes sense, then what's the point? You know, so I feel like there can be PG-13 Deadpool that even like 
references why he can't swear well, or he could even have moments where he just beeps and he's like yeah. confused on why he's even beeping why can't i be- you know? <laughs> yeah and it's just like i i think that's some really funny cool stuff i honestly think that it'll bring a lot to the character seeing mm-hmm. him in different environments here i think I, it's a brilliant idea i also think that it also offers like a difference of like deadpool because we were gonna see because there was supposed to be an X-Force movie, and Deadpool was a part of, was going to be a part of that, I believe. And so he would have been actually part of an ensemble, a different from the quote, quote-unquote ensemble that was a part of, uh, that was X-Force and Deadpool 2. That's so funny. <laughs> so, that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but, probably some of the best, probably like the best five minutes of film. Oh my like, God. Like, they'll have like, um, they'll have like Godfather, you know. They'll have like Rocky. They'll have all these like you know, premiere films, and then in there they'll just have like that five minute span in Deadpool too. <laughs> jumping out of the plane. Yeah, Wonderful. High Brad, wins today. Honestly, I think that Brad Pitt deserves an Oscar. Him and Matt Damon are like in a battle for obscure cam- cameos. Oh, that's so. Fun. They're both of their cameos are so funny in comic book movies. Like, like Matt Damon as Loki mm-hmm. is just wonderful. Uh, which is one thing. I just hope the Loki series. Um, ooh, I actually have another movie news thing that what? popped up in my head. What? Um, we need to talk about um, Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie after this. Okay. Because some news actually happened about that. I don't know if you heard about I it. I did hear about that. Okay, but yeah. But Anyways. I guess uh, on the Deadpool thing, it's like, uh, you know, just because he's part of an, uh, like, if he's going to be part of the MCU, then he's going to be a part of an ensemble film. And maybe it'll also be like a gateway for the X-Men. Like I said, the gateway for the X-Men, possibly, well, not really the Fantastic Four because they can just kind of be plopped in anywhere, really, uh, without much explaining. The X-Men, on the other hand, are. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be good for Ryan Reynolds just because Ryan Reynolds is so good at bouncing off other actors. Uh, I mean, Deadpool, I mean, Deadpool behaves this way in comic book with other comic book characters. So it's not far-fetched to believe that he could interact. It's just like, the only the only issue is just that you know Deadpool's had two movies already, and that continuity is just like well, now we're here, guys, you know. So I mean, and, but you can just write that away with a jokey dialogue. No, nah, and the thing is, is the way I see it is I don't necessarily think it's going to be, it's not. I don't think it's going to hurt it too much. Right. And I, and I think that people need to kind of pump the brakes, because movie fans and like entertainment fans whether it be people who love star wars or love marvel or dc or anything they tend to like hear news Mm -hmm. and then they're like (gasps) if like if it's something that they don't like they're Mm -hmm. like ah this is crazy i don't like this or ah and the thing is i understand that i if you guys have dealt with my movie punditry because okay because I I know some of you guys um, read um, classic movies with Corey, um, my old blog that I used to have. I know some of you, and like, yeah, I know. Classic movies with Corey. Anyways, I need to write up on my blog again. I, I, CWC. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's been a good time. But, LLC. Um, <laughs> but I know like some of you read those reviews and noticed that I am not consistent in the slightest with my mm. views right now. And it's because... Um, hearing about something and taking the news and consuming it that way and then watching a movie with the fruition of that news mm-hmm. are completely different things. Right. Like, I remember defending Jared Leto's casting and defending even Jared Leto's look 
in um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I didn't like Jared Leto's look per se. What I said specifically, I I know I have it somewhere on the internet. But anyways, um, (laughs) I more or less said it's a bit on the nose. But I don't know. I said maybe they're trying to do something that's a bit on the nose and they're playing into the more theatrical weird side of it all. And then I was completely wrong. It's stupid. No. It's a dumb. It's a. It, it's dumb. Who the hell like uh, damaged on my forehead? Ah. Like seriously, no. It's 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 idiotic. It's it's like it's very very. It's dumb. okay to like. <laughs> and I'm just and what I'm and like what I'm trying to get here is that what I'm trying to get at here is that as movie fans we freak out about stuff and sometimes it's for the right reasons and sometimes it's not yeah it just really depends like for instance the sonic movie (laughs) the sonic movie even though sonic looked cursed in those original things the movie still would have been okay because the sonic movie was okay you know i liked it jim carrey if jim carrey wasn't in it it probably wouldn't have been that great but jim carrey made you talking about james mars to carry that movie (laughs) he put it on his cyclops back What were you saying, James? Uh, I was gonna say like, uh, like uh, we're allowed to have our knee our knee jerk opinions when we first hear about things. Like, don't get don't get us wrong. You're allowed to have them, but just like calm down because it is in itself a knee jerk opinion and reaction. Like, I won't call a movie bad usually until I see it first. Like, not like Caleb. Not like Caleb. But like. You know, we just roast Caleb every podcast. We should probably have him on. Yeah, we um, should. But the thing is, he always derails the conversation. He freaks out. He's he, he. I love Caleb and I love his opinions. But dude, the guy, he's just insufferable. He's insufferable. <laughs> I was playing Among Us with him a, few, a couple of months ago, and he just kept on forgetting to go into the lobby. And I was like, "You dumb dumb. I love you, but you're such a dumb dumb." Yeah. I'm kidding, Caleb. If you're listening right now, I'm just being mean to you. I miss you, buddy. But anyways, uh, um, no, but. Uh, like I said, like, you know, people had their opinions on Wonder Woman's trailer and Captain Marvel's trailer and anyone else's trailer, really. Like, you know, just, okay, the trailer might be stupid, but see it first before you draw conclusions or just make declarations and, like, influence anyone else. Because someone might be really interested in seeing this. And then, like, you come in with your, your sour notes and your, your rain clouds and it's like, you know what? I don't want to go see this movie. And maybe they could have really liked it. So. No, for sure. And, like, I think that it's just something that you need to, like, chill. just chill out about. But at the getting back to the topic, Relax. it was just, um, it's really great news to see that Deadpool's going to be rated R because I do think it's served better um, right. in the rated R space. But yeah. if he ends up in a, because I doubt that they're going to make all the X Men movies PG or rated R. I doubt that. So the thing is, is that. Like Blade rated R. That'd yeah, cool. that'd be really cool. But I was thinking, like, whenever um, Deadpool ends up in an X-Men movie and it's PG-13, or whenever he ends up in an MCU proper movie and it's PG-13, don't freak out about how they're going to portray Deadpool. They have some very talented guys writing for them, and it's going to be in guys and gals writing for them, and it's going to be great. And speaking yes. of, or what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say real quick, like... uh Two things. I want. I had a really good transition, by the way. I'm right. really disappointed that you're der- derailing it, but continue. Here, fine. Well, I'll hit the reset as soon as I'm done. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, one, uh, I think it'd be cool to see uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead in like an actual serious Ooh, setting. She's great. Uh, yeah, she's really good. And I want to see her like do you know more. She's than, awesome. Uh, <laughs> do more than just what she did in the first two Deadpool movies. Mm-hmm. And also, 
I think this might be actually really good for the MCU overall, especially if a Deadpool in the MCU works, because let's look at it this way. Um, the original audience of the first Iron Man, like a kid who saw, like if they were five, six, seven, eight, saw the first Iron Man in 2008, they're like at minimum 17 years old and most of them like can drink now. So if, if the content like, you know, stays like the same, like with, you know, you know, your Shang-Chi's, your Eternals and everything else. And then like some of the other content rises like in the maturity level, like you can wrangle even more of an audience. Like, and then if some, some like curmudgeon just like, Oh, I don't like this MCU stuff. Oh wow, this Deadpool thing's pretty good. Oh, it's connected to something else. By golly, I gotta watch it. <laughs> I uh, love your redneck who loves Deadpool. He's uh, like, let's talk about the multiverse. <laughs> let's talk about the continuity, fellas. I'm all in it. Let's get on to the forums right now. Listen here. So Kevin Feige has not made it definite when phase five has started. <laughs> but I have a I have a prediction. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be towards a multiverse of madness. Listen and here's why. Listen, <laughs> listen, boys, we gotta pull up. We gotta tear off those Punisher stickers. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we must condemn white supremacy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. We just got out of hand. Sorry, Cody. What was your transition, by the My way? My transition was speaking of great writers, um, Michael Waldron, who uh, wrote some episodes of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. He also is the showrunner as well as the head writer over for Loki. Oh. Is getting he tapped like Kevin Feige was so impressed with him with what he did with Loki. He's having him write the treatment for kevin feige's star wars movie that he's producing oh god right isn't that, that that's a that's high praise that's a ringing endorsement i'm like that work is that high. hasn't even been seen yet. exactly and the thing is from everything that everything that i've seen from loki though loki looks amazing because I, I the thing is as much as i love loki um it probably wasn't my most anticipated no not um, mine either because the thing is, I really, lo- I was really interested in WandaVision. I was really interested in Captain America and Winter, uh, or Winter Falcon. Soldier and Falcon. I always mess that up every episode. Um, but it's a mouthy title. It is a mouthy title. But because the thing is, Captain Captain America and uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier rings better. Yes, but you know, it's it's what it is. What it is. Right. But anyways, um, basically, I um, but basically, losing train of thought. But um. They Feige Star Wars. like Feige Star Wars, but what I was getting into was uh, I heard about Loki's like, oh, he's time hopping, he's doing his thing, and I'm like, okay, I understand the tone, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like this, but something about that trailer really got me so stoked about it is the music, and then seeing him like see all of the events from the right. MCU timeline and seeing how it affects him and just looking at like just just and then how like loki's db cooper just mm-hmm. weird funny stuff like yeah. that very like egregiously rick and morty mind bendy kind of stuff and i'm just really really excited to see what michael waldron They're does just like this loki behold character development mm-hmm. all your wildest dreams come true you and your brother were on good terms for like a minute before things went south no for sure and also to like sprinkle in some random mcu news that i'm figuring that i'm remembering in my head they've tapped they tapped some indie directors um to do i believe his name is aaron moorhead is one of them to their director he and his directing partner is directing all the episodes of moon knight and it was confirmed that oscar isaac is Mm -hmm. going to be 
So that's cool as well. Oh, but, yeah. didn't we also get like uh, some information on like episode lengths for? Oh yes, like she. We have more. Yes, we, we have more. But now you're oh, thinking. But, but we'll get to those episode um, lengths real quick here. But I'm just. Okay, what if mm-hmm. Loki sucks? <laughs> what if Loki sucks? I don't want like, Loki seriously. To suck. I don't think Loki's gonna suck. But it's like this. The thing is, Kevin Feige is putting so much faith in this dude. Yeah, and I'm like really happy. I'm happy for the guy, but mm-hmm. he hasn't necessarily written a ton of Rick and Morty right. episodes. I'm not gonna say because like he's wrote. But the thing is, is Dan Harmon with you know all the issues Dan Harmon has. Dan Harmon and um, Roiland are probably. Just, I mean, if they are really satisfied with the work he's done so far, exactly. If they're satisfied with him and Kevin Feige's satisfied with him to the point where Kevin Feige's like, oh, I'm Kevin Feige. A guy who's arguably a bigger Star Wars fan than a Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to turn around and trust this guy to write my Star Wars movie that I'm producing. Mm-hmm. I think the guy probably has some lightning in a bottle here. So I'm really excited to see what he does. I'm really interested to see where that fits in with like the plan for Star Wars going forward. And you know, the thing is, the more that I'm thinking about it, the more that I feel like they are actually leading up to an episode 10, but they're just not saying anything about it. They're just being all sneaky about it. Because the thing is, I think if they just went out the gate and said episode 10, people would have a backlash and people would freak out. But you're getting things like Rogue Squadron being announced as Mm -hmm. something um, being an event after Rise of Skywalker. I hope someone else is writing that, by the way. um, Someone else, somebody else is writing that, which is more news that I'm just like cycling through my head isn't this crazy uh, no offense oh, patty no no yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah patty did write monster though she and did. she's fantastic she's a fantastic writer maybe she, she had a really bad day when she was writing wonder woman 1984 though. she probably saw like uh jeff johns in the office <laughs> and she was like ooh. she's like ooh, i'm gonna write like you today <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if i wrote like you <laughs> oh gosh I'm not a big fan of Jeff Johns, but anyways. Go write your books, nerd. <laughs> but basically, I am like really, really stoked to see what he's going to kind of do with um, all of these. Like, I'm just, I'm just stoked to see what they do with this. And because the thing is, is that you know, Rogue Squadron's going to be um, set. After Rise of Skywalker, um, and then Taika Waititi's film, like I don't know, I don't think there. I the thing about that is I don't think it's going to be any era that Taika is going to be limited by. I think that Lucasfilm is not going to be in the business mm-hmm. of limiting their storytellers because they realize that yeah. they're giving because they, the thing is they gave their storytellers too much creative control in places where mm-hmm. there were supposed to be more limited right. so they went off and did crazy things like the last jedi yeah. a movie that i love but i completely understand why it doesn't work in the grand scheme of things yeah. so it's one of those deals where i think the the direction that i believe they're going in right. i think is going to be the right one because they're putting it in uncharted territory right. so like because you're thinking about stuff like the acolyte and mm-hmm. you're thinking about stuff like The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, um, Rangers of the New Republic, Fire Gina Carano. Anyways, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm just a hater because she blocked me on Twitter. But anyways. He was a <laughs> hater, boy. She said, see you later, boy. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Avril Lavigne parodies aside, uh, so are you dismissing a all all possibility that like the Taika project and the Kevin Feige project are the same one? I don't think it is. Okay, I thought I think so too. I don't think it is. I think the Taika project is coming out after Rogue Squadron, and mm-hmm. I think the Kevin Feige project is probably going to come out after the Taika project. So do you think after learning, well, licking their wounds, learning their lesson, do you think we'll get back to a yearly Star Wars release? No. No? I think we're going to get one. I, I think we're going to get um, maybe, okay. What I'm thinking is, because 2023 is when um, Rogue Squadron is coming out, correct? I believe so. And I believe that, well, actually it could be a year, because like, when does, you have to think about it, when does um, Thor Love and Thunder come out? Love and Thunder is, it was Valentine's Day of 2022, and I think it got delayed past that still, too. Okay, so what I'm guessing is 2023, 2024, it might be yearly still, now thinking about the timing of things then, you know? Well, like, okay. It could very well, because you have to think about Mm post-production and all that kind of stuff, too, but it's like, it's hard thinking about the schedule of everything. Even now, well, I yeah. know things are going to change, dude. I'm conv- I'm sorry. One Black Widow is probably going to go to Disney Plus, anyways. <sighs> um, so it's like one of those things where it's like, because I don't see people, I don't see us having a hold of things to where we can open theaters again by the time it comes out. Do you think they just hold on to it longer, just so like uh, when people finally clamor? To see I hope not. I hope not. Because the thing is, I don't want any more delays. I understand right. that it diminishes, right? Um, stuff with. Um, Black Widow and she deserved a theatrical delete release but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like do you think they do that do you think they do the Disney uh, premiere access the $30 thing maybe and the thing is I'd pay $30 for it I would have paid $30 for Soul well yeah like, <laughs> they put Soul on for free so they're just like see I love how they did it for, for Mulan but they didn't do it ah, for Soul Mulan <laughs> but um, real quick uh, yeah. some movie some other Star Wars Star Warsian um, news yes. is that um, so apparently there's some people who and I got this particularly because I was watching or I was listening to um, John Campia's podcast. I don't like talking about other punditry people too much. I'm not talking Most about him. in front of someone. Yeah, that we the thing is, yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. Grace Randolph. Anyway. Um, I um, but John Campia does a pretty good job. He does a good job yes, of what he does. If he's listening to the podcast, which he's not, um, he you're a bit pretentious, but I like you. You know, you have your he has his moments. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but basically, one of his viewers sent him a question and said that he thinks that Aaron Sorkin, the Aaron Sorkin, uh-huh. is writing the Rogue Squadron movie. Really, and this is why during why? a Hollywood Hollywood Reporter interview. Um, uh, Patty Jenkins and uh, Aaron Sorkin were together and she said oh I would love to work with Aaron Sorkin and then Aaron was like oh I would love to also vo- um, work with you and they were like acting all chummy but that's not where it ends Oh God! somebody, um, somebody was talking to Patty and then they go well you said because she was talking about an interview and talking about the writing process and she goes um she goes i have she goes she goes i'm consulting on the script for um rogue squadron but i'm not writing it writing it Mm -hmm. so that's a good sign (laughs) but she said um 
I have uh she goes, I have a she goes, I have a screenwriter writing the script and she's like very like, you know, chummy about it. She goes, I right. have a screenwriter writing the script right now, but mm. I kinda want Lucasfilm to announce who's writing it. And she's like really like really? and she's like, I want to announce and she specifically says him. Oh my mm. god. So it could be a Sorkin. It could be. I'm not saying it's going to be but, but it might be. But it very well might be a Sorkin. It could, because could you imagine Aaron Sorkin dialogue in a Star Wars movie? That'll be wow. <laughs> He's like, I am the Senate. Could you imagine Aaron Sorkin writing those um like prequel scenes? <laughs> it would be so much more interesting, like the social network. <laughs> well, especially with like it being a fighter pilot movie. Dude, like because you're talking to each other constantly. Mm-hmm. They're like, in there. It's like I, call outs and everything else. Like just the way that his dialogue is like music. And I mm-hmm. think that that would fit very well. And I think that's really cool. And I'm really stoked about that. Do you have any other thoughts? I'm sorry. I've just been kind no, of. No, no, no. It's just like, uh, yeah, because like chatter on the radio between pilots, between the pilots and whoever's like in the big capital ship or whatever else could happen. Like, yeah, that's actually, that's, that's a cool court. I hope that I hope that that random viewer of the John Campia show was right. I hope be really, that would be really dope. Correct. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, it's like I guess it's a lot of like small news bits, not really any big news bits. Yeah. Uh, speaking of annoying news bits, uh, Morbius is can uh, not canceled. Morbius has been moved real off. Quick, it's March. Real, real, real quick before what? we go to Morbius. Sorry, I cut, I, I cut you off <sighs> with your... Oh, right. Real quick, we just need to that. talk about um, episode, episode lengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for um, WandaVision coming up here, it's going to be 30 minutes. We have two 30-minute episodes coming out this Friday yeah. that I'm going to watch literally at, with a second it props. <laughs> Which will be like 1 a.m. Exactly. our time. But, um, so, we have that. So, 30-minute WandaVision episodes. That'll be fine. Not as long as I'd like, but doing the sitcom format mm-hmm. which technically if they wanted to stay true to that would be 24 minutes yes it would. so i'm happy that it's 30 minutes and not More. 24 so and then um winter soldier and loki are going to be uh 40 to 50 minute episodes mm-hmm. which is good to hear and then 6 40 to 50 yeah yep 6 40 to 50 minutes thanks for the clarification and um moon knight is going to be the same kind of um, length Same for the shows way. as well, and um, one and She Hulk is going to be um half hour, half hour, ten episodes, pro, um, ten episodes procedural jump. Is there like nine episodes of WandaVision? I don't know how many episodes are of WandaVision. Uh, go in the middle and say eight. I'll look. Also, um, you can't see this because it's not a podcast or it's not a video podcast, but chance. My nose ring is bothering me. I'm not picking my nose. I promise. Anyways. Oh, I wasn't even looking. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> I was just like, ah. People don't get your nose pierced. Okay. I, I like my nose piercing. I like how it looks. Shouldn't have put but a it's ring just on like, that. ugh. <laughs> it's awful sometimes. Anyways. Uh, okay. So, sorry that I derailed. Since you derailed one of my good seamless six episodes um seamless um <laughs> uh transitions i gotta ruin one of yours but go ahead and introduce uh, us to our next topic man so the dumb vampire movie that's probably gonna be dumb is delayed i'm so excited for it though <laughs> i know i want to see the dumb comic book vampire movie morbius morbius has been pushed out of its march release date and moved all the way to the 8th of october damn it and that means that venom 2 is definitely coming out next year 
Venom. Like it's, gonna, it's gonna come out twenty twenty two. Let there point. be carnage. They can't have those movies be close together. It's it is slated currently for June twenty fifth. So you know they very well could do they could do a switcheroo, but I don't know how that messes with the continuity of what they're doing. Yeah, so, they could theoretically switch around post credit scenes. I yeah, don't know. I mean, okay, it so, depends on how it works, how it fits together. Yeah, you're just Plus, the, there's the Spider-Man of it all, too. Yeah, you well, never know what's happening. Sorry, I'm going well, into... Okay, so, like, it's January right now. That movie was supposed to hit out, like, March 17th or something. So that means they pulled the trigger on delaying it two months ahead of time. Two months ahead of time for June would be April. Uh, so if come April, we'll probably, or even sooner than that, we'll find out if uh, Let There Be Carnage has been pushed. It's going to be Carnage. Oh, God. Well, and the thing about that is manage in an orphanage anyways <laughs> oh no um because if that gets pushed presumably it's going to be pushed all the way to 2022 because Spider-Man 3 was pushed off its release date in July to November of 2021 and now you have Morbius sitting in the month previous in October so if this if this corona shit don't get solved soon, we'll probably be without an MCU movie in theaters for over two and a half years. Ugh. No! Because I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm I know I'm being that guy. And a lot of people who love the movie theater experience mm-hmm. are gonna hate me for this. Uh-huh. But like, guys, it's Everything is just being put off of its axis at this point. Yep. We uh, we gotta like we can we kind of gotta accept life the way that it is for a little bit yeah. and let some of these things go out to streaming because yeah. right now it's just messing with things and right now it's just losing people a lot of money who yeah. are working on these movies. I'm I sorry. AMC I'm gonna stock. say it's really low. Like right I'm gonna now. like I understand like I, I understand that how it sounds. But it's not. I'm not saying this because I hate movie theaters or I only believe in the streaming future. That's not it. But I'm just saying that it's not. I don't think it's going to do anybody any good to wait any longer. Honest for to these God, things. like I, it would be so worth all the conspiracy theory nut jobs flocking out of the forest if coronavirus got way better. Like the situation improved exponentially when Biden took office. Dude, and here's the deal, though. It's probably going to. Because they're not stupid. Because they're not, because he's not, I don't want to get into politics too much, but, like, uh, dude, a a potted plant could do better than Trump did. I know. Like, I'm like, because here's my thing. At least the potted plant would do something more than Trump. It's like, uh, it's not too serious. It'll be gone in the spring. Exactly. He turns over to Bob Woodward. Oh, it's going to be bad. He thought it was going to be, um, he thought it was going to be done by Easter. Like, right? seriously, are you an idiot? Okay, okay, I'm sorry. We can't get, I, I don't want to get, because the thing is, if, if I start talking about Trump, especially with the BS that happened last week, I'm not going to stop. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to uh, stop. Yeah. So let's. Bunch of traitors, that's all. <laughs> yep. If you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh, I like that stuff that, you know, that they, you know, did at the Capitol, we'll leave. Okay. Get out. <laughs> anyway, so, I don't know, it's just really depressing. Well, I mean, yeah, it's depressing just because, like, I don't know. It always seems like these happen in clusters, don't you think? Like it's like when Warner Brothers bumped Wonder Woman, 
to bump Godzilla, to bump Dune, to bump Batman, to it all to bump Suicide Squad. It all happens all at once. It feels like. Luckily, Sony doesn't have as many on the slate, so they can mm-hmm. just maybe fiddle around with it. Because if I believe no, because wasn't because Venom Two was supposed to be out in the fall, and then. No, was Morbius supposed to be out before Venom 2? Morbius was supposed to be out like last summer, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Morbius was always supposed to come out before Venom, so makes me wonder if Venom's... Venom will probably get moved. Let's be real here. Um, so yeah, it makes me wonder is, you know, come March, if Black Widow's going to be booted from the date of May 7th, which is a year after it was supposed to come out. So if we're, we're moving past the calendar year, like Fast and Furious was delayed a whole year, and we thought it was crazy back then. And now it's just like, wow, Fast and Furious set, or what was it Fast Nine? Is that what we're on, or is it eight? Uh, yeah, we're on nine. Fast Nine might have to be delayed again after a whole year. So it's crazy to me. I'm not saying I don't know. Hope you have a just go find a show with a lot of seasons. Yeah, like, I, I, I guess. And the thing is, we're gonna. And the thing is, I need to stop whining. Well, I think is because we still have our Marvel shows coming out. I love wine. Like we still have, <laughs> we still have our Marvel shows coming out. We still we do, have, we, we still have content that's going to be coming down the pipeline. But at the same time, it's like, with the way the MCU works, I don't see them not. If things aren't working by the time mm-hmm. that Black Widow comes out, I don't see them like pushing things again. You know, because they yeah. already have a schedule that they're trying to keep. Well, I mean, I guess, but I don't know. Do you do that to get Black Widow off the schedule? Because then at that point, um, you would like to think Eternals isn't still in the crosshairs of coronavirus, but it, it it might be. And the thing is, is that we're having this conversation because, like, our, elect- uh, our election of elected officials have failed us. Yeah, yeah, pretty much here in America for all you guys listening in other countries, which you guys do, which is kind of cool. Man, not a lot of you guys, but Australia I have totally but worth I, the bucks. But, for I, no coronavirus. but I have no, but I have no idea why you guys listen to us anyways. But for all well, y'all who are, for all of you who are um, particularly in New Zealand, for the one of you who um, do they still is, listen? I'm pretty sure they do. Wow. Um, I, I might if you do, still do, um, but the thing is is like for you you guys virtually don't have to deal with any of this stuff right now yeah so like, it's like one of those things where i don't know how things are going to be in the next few months hopefully things are better to the point where people have gained herd immunity from vaccines right but you really have to think about it 50 percent of each state um collectively has to or not like 50 percent like a it, depending on like the amount of people per state right. have to get the vaccine in order to get herd immunity yeah and there are um, a lot of people spraying information about vaccines and different stuff like that that's just going to make that kind of impossible well, especially in places like Nebraska. they thought they'd have 25 million people uh vaccinated uh, by the end of the year and we're barely past 10 million right now and it's like Man, we are not good at this. And the thing is, is like, yeah, it's not like it's gonna be an issue for a little longer. Yeah, so it's kind of a bummer. But you know, like, why are we out of lockdown again? It didn't work. It's because you just fucking went out after the last one ended, (laughs) idiot. Exactly. And it's just kind of one of those deals where it's 
Coronavirus has given me such a superiority <sighs> complex to people I deem dumber than myself. No, for sure. <laughs> Whenever there's anybody who um, isn't wearing a mask, who goes like, because at my place of work that I'm not disclosing, um, <laughs> at my place of work that I like really, I really like working at. If anybody's listening there, um, I'm not trying to trash talk the place. I'm trying to trash talk some of the people who you know are there. Some are some <laughs> of the people who. Um, use the services. Listen, why? Like, we have a big sign outside saying, please wear a mask, mm-hmm. city ordinance, yada, 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 this, this, and that. And then people will walk in, they'll get into the place, and then they'll take their mask off. Wow. And then they'll be like, I can't breathe. And I'm like, guys. And then, like, I'm just like, can you not? Like, what is the deal? I just get so, like, I just get so worked up about it. I'm fat and wore a mask in a gym class this semester. You have no reason not to wear one when you're getting what you get at Corey's former place of establishment. Uh, <laughs> or not my former. Former place of work. Not my former place of work. My current. Oh, your current place yeah, of work. Yeah, my current one. People will. The thing is, I with my current place of work that I really enjoy working at. My former place of work. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Okay. Um, and so I, I was going to uh, make a uh, joke about what you guys sold there, but never no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Like, I'm not going to. We're not going to take those out of, the, out of but, the box. But basically, it's just like one of those things where, um, like, they're following. Like, my, my job is really cool. They're mm-hmm. making. They're doing all their due diligence mm-hmm. when it comes to making sure that their customers are safe and making sure that the employees are safe. And I really commend that for them. But a lot of the customers just don't care. They straight up don't care about rules. They don't care about anybody besides themselves. Mm-hmm. I have to wear that mask eight hours a day. They can suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where it's just, and that's just kind of my opinion. I feel like coronavirus took like the, um, like the thing school children like to say is like, it's a free country into like the worst possible extreme. Oh, cause you're seeing like, you know, 50 year old Terry saying it mm-hmm. like 50 year old Terry from council bluffs, Iowa going um, walking and being like it's a free country ah! sorry for all my council bluffs friends oh just kidding i have no named terry i have no council bluffs friends sorry to anyone in council bluffs who happened to be named terry who wears the mask i apologize <laughs> but regardless of that i know we went on that whole rant and spin but let, the, the thing is is that it's just a I shame mean, for movies right now because we're really at the mercy of idiotic people. It's a big spear through multiple industries, and the fact that it's still happening when it shouldn't be is very frustrating. Exactly, because we should have been watching Dune. We should have been good by Dune. That's the funny part. We should have been good. Like, if you really think about the timetable mm-hmm. and what we could have done before that, yeah. we should have been good. And that's we, the thing that you have to think about. We should have been good by the time Wonder Woman got pushed to August exactly it's nuts like it's nuts to see like um because we have the infrastructure we have everything we needed we just had um idiotic leadership yeah we just had terrible leadership who gave missed who um decided that you know let's not go go on the side of science let's like like, let's all become intellectual um pseudo intellectual skeptics uh-huh and that's probably like one of the least thing worst thing oh that's probably that's not even like the worst thing you've done exactly or they've done but uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah, okay yeah, let's talk yeah. about movies now and get uh, too pissed <laughs> sorry sorry right, right. you know what uh any other news that uh you'd like to mention about uh because i have a few things oh what do, what do you want to mention? Uh, i watched castle in the sky for the first time Ooh, 
Mark Hamill is really good at being evil. Dude, he is, right? <laughs> it's like... I really like that movie. Uh, like, it's so... All the all the Ghibli movies are so cute, mm-hmm. despite the horrible things happening on screen. Dude, you watched Howl's Moving Castle, correct? Yes. Gosh, it's so. Like, Howl's is so like, good. It's so, like the music is so beautiful. The English it's dubs so, are so good. Yeah, and then like you have Christian Bale there. You have um, what? Who's Calcifer? I forgot. Uh, Billy Crystal. Yeah, Billy Crystal's Calcifer, and it's just a great cast. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just so enjoyable. Like that, and like. Like I, I texted Corey, just like Corey, I know I'm behind on this, on a movie that was released 11 years before I was born, but Castle in the Sky is pretty good. Dude. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, man, this movie's really good. And goddamn, Mark Hamill always brings it when he's voice acting. Dude, he's fantastic. Like, oh, he always brings it anyway. But no, I was just like, I don't know, like if uh, you like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of adults want like, there's some people who won't admit they still like kids movies when it's nothing to be ashamed of um i don't know it's just so i don't know like the ghibli movies always have that certain sort of way about them where like their environments always feel like they're being lived in as you're looking at them like some like even in marvel movies sometimes they just kind of like the the environments that these characters are in feel kind of stale but not in these movies um yeah, like if anything, that's what that's the justification of an HBO Max subscription. It's just those those films. Um, what else did I watch on HBO Max lately? Um, um, something that I'd recommend to people watch is King of Staten Island is on HBO Max right now. And it's a very good movie. Pete Davidson turns in a really good um, performance, um, a way better performance than I thought he was even capable of putting. To be completely honest, because if you just see him on SNL. You've just seen him in like different movies that he's been in. Even you're like, okay, you know, he's he's an actor. You know, he, he he's a com- comedian yeah. doing the whole acting thing. But he was more or less paying playing himself. But yeah. he did a very good job of playing himself in that movie. I feel like actors in SNL. I mean, people on SNL are comedians first most of the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like just because it's SNL and what SNL has become in the last decade since like, uh, you know, the 2010s. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like being on SNL, like just has that perception of you having a high floor and a low ceiling. No, for sure. And like, and I, and I get that, but it's just like one of those things where he's really good. And like, I'm constantly getting impressed. I'm becoming very impressed with the talent that SNL has been churning out lately. Right. Because Pete Davidson, I could see him years and years from now. I could see him having an effect that Adam Sandler kind of has mm-hmm. in his acting career. Like Adam Sandler is very, very talented. Like very nuanced is a very nuanced and at the same time very crazy actor as well. Like if you see him in, he has nuance but chooses not to. Exactly, exactly. But the thing is, is like I could see Pete Davidson capturing the same things if you watch um, Barry. Oh my goodness, Bill Hader is so talented yes, in that show. Is. And the way that he conveys emotion in that show is just unprecedented. So who's going to be... And then uh, Kristen Wiig as well yes. is actually quite good. She was actually one of the better parts of Wonder Woman 1984, even though her character was dumb. Her character she did really, dumb. She did really she, well she with did what she job. had. But she was in The Martian and she did well with that. She had a little part in that. And she's been pretty good in things that she's been in. So Who will like, be Pete Davidson's Rob Schneider? Oh, God. It's probably just going to be Machine Gun Kelly. 
<laughs> you know what? You know what though? I feel like there's a lot of uh, SNL people that should just move on from SNL. I mean, like Moynihan comes to mind. Moynihan Keenan. did. Oh, he did. Moynihan he's did. Done. Yeah. Okay. And then Keenan Thompson should because he's way Keenan too talented. He's way too talented for the show. Like he's genuinely too talented for it. Uh, is Leslie opinion. Jones still on the show? No. Okay. She quit. Okay. She finally did. Okay. Because yeah. I feel like I saw her like last year. No. Yeah. She quit. Okay. That's good because. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Leslie Jones has like this very certain kind of like, oh yeah, it's the crazy black lady, and she's better than that. And and I think they just keep on writing. They keep her. doing they it. They kept on her. writing her into that role too, with whatever. And the thing is, sure, she's fine. To, she's fine with doing whatever she did. Mm-hmm. I don't see her being a person that just decides to do to compromise herself but at the same time it's one of those things where she just kind of fell into that a lot yeah like she doesn't have to be like in a remake of misery or something but something no, for else sure. like because i think she's fantastic too it just yeah, kind like, of depends but you know my i feel like they just like okay um you just need to be totally like i want you to behave as no rational person would in this movie oh Leslie. for sure and i'm like why do you gotta do that no, yeah, because that's what I saw from like the Ghostbusters remake, mm-hmm. and that was that really kind of bothered me, especially because like, of how much I like Paul Feig. But it's like one of those things where it's like Paul Feig. It's like, yeah, I like. It's like I like the way he does things, but I'm like, can you not write black women that way? Could you stop? <laughs> I'm like, that's just it's a little like you're not giving her personality at all. Like, yeah, you're just kind of you're like, oh, I'm loud. Yeah, I'm that's loud, it. like. I mean, Leslie Jones has the same personality that Melissa McCarthy has half the time. But it's like, Let, I don't know. Melissa McCarthy is yelling, are you laughing yet? Oh gosh, it's like, I don't know. Like, It's just one of those. I mean, I get, I get that there's dumb movies. There's always got to be dumb movies like that. But it's just like, could you, you can have people, you know, cut their teeth on dumb stuff. It doesn't have to be the same person doing the dumb stuff, you know? I don't know. Um... Also, speaking of Ghostbusters, we're, we're never going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. No, dude. I'm excited. For, I was excited for that one, too. I know. Like, those kids are going to be, like, in their mid-30s before we see that. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard's is going to be, like... He's just going to have He's going to be in, like, period dramas. He's just going to be like, yo, what's up? Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, does that mean... Does that mean uh, Stranger Things is probably on its last legs? Uh, well, Stranger Things, season five, maybe? Stranger Things, they need to probably finish it up after this next season. The kids are getting way too old. Yeah, I mean, finish it up with a movie, maybe? Season four in a movie? Season five in a movie? That'd be pretty cool. I don't know, because, like, I mean, it almost seems, it's not quite a jumping the shark thing, just because of how season three of Stranger Things was, but, like, Jim Hopper is probably, well, he definitely is in, like, Soviet Russia. And like a gulag camp. Where do you go from there? Like, uh, I might just get on a little. Sorry, I just got that stuck in my head. So I'm going to get on a little milk crate and just like, uh, okay, uh, where do we go from here? The crazy Russians and the demons from the nether realm. What's going to happen next? Speaking of the nether realm, the <laughs> Mortal Kombat movie is supposed to come out in April, and oh we've seen God. nothing of it. Gosh, I feel like this is a bad sign, people. Speaking of video games, uh, hasn't like the uh, the Monster Hunter vid- uh, movie come out? Oh yeah, it's out, out right now. Apparently, it's like super like racist, according to China or something. Oh. Which I, which you know, uh, 
I mean, well, I'm not saying, like I probably thing is I don't want to sound insensitive when I say that. It's just the Chinese government freaks out when it comes to Taiwan being mentioned in movies, when it comes to different things like that. Everything like you know, that's what I mean. I don't mean being like cuz there is so like people are racist against China. I'm just saying that being talking about Taiwan isn't racist. Uh <laughs> Or isn't offensive. It's if, them being uh, terrible. If someone who fled from China and has like you know Chinese ancestry says it's offensive, I'll listen. But if mm-hmm. you know it's like the party says this is offensive, exactly. But I'll be like, shut up, China. Please don't <laughs> shut up, China. Please don't hurt me. But goodness, I'm just a consumer. Leave me be. <laughs> I watch TikToks all the time. TikToks. Oh god, dude. Uh, okay. I don't know, but uh, yeah, things are just kind of dire, and they're just like, I mean, assume little snippets will come out here and there. I mean, maybe, maybe May will still be good for Black Widow. I don't know. Maybe, maybe hopefully, push it. I don't know. Hopefully, the- I want to watch it at a theater. I don't. I don't want to get that twisted. I really do want to watch that movie in a theater. I mean, if, but it's like, ugh. if you know, January come, the inauguration comes, and like numbers are in a steady decline maybe and like mask mandates and declines and distancing in theaters and we could still we can have our cake and maybe eat it a little bit i don't know maybe uh but i don't know Corey. is there anything else you want to say uh there's not really anything else i want to say sorry about this parse news day but next week we will have content because we're going to be in the name of content (laughs) we're going to be reviewing um the first two episodes of wandavision there's a wanda Um, there's a vision so we're gonna have a little spoiler or we're gonna have a non-spoiler section and a spoiler section as per usual we gotta tell you what was in it and um i for homework which isn't gonna be anything too bad in this episode (laughs) for homework i'm just gonna ask um chance never what to watch a movie that he has never seen and i will do the same i'll watch a movie i haven't seen and then we can just go ahead and link up after watching said movies that we haven't seen and we could just talk about that, do just we, so we can provide some stuff, just in case there's no news or anything like that. Do we have to see like, uh, is it ones that we haven't seen ourselves, but the other person has seen? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. It can just be a movie that we recommend. It could just be a movie that we haven't seen because I wa- I've watched most Studio Ghibli movies, but I'm pretty sure there's some that I haven't watched. So I'm gonna check and see. There's a couple one that his kids made that a lot of people don't like, so mm-hmm. maybe I'll watch one of those. But um, yeah. So you know, because like for instance. Um, I haven't seen the like I haven't seen the entirety of Ponyo even though I, I still probably won't make that the movie that I, see. I haven't the thing is I probably won't make that the movie because I already kind of know everything that happens in Ponyo anyways mm-hmm. because I watched most of it and I've seen bits and pieces of it because it, it was on mm-hmm. it was on TV a lot as a kid so it was like something like that I think but, the ads for yeah. Ponyo the first Ghibli movie I remember seeing ads for mm-hmm. It's either Ponyo or The Secret World of Arietti that I remember. No, for Whatever, sure. Whichever one of those came first. Have like. you watched Princess Mononoke yet? I have. Okay. Isn't, isn't it so good? God damn, that's <laughs> good. God damn, it's good. Dude, it's a great movie. But um, anyways, I'm. thank you so much for listening to the Box Office Bros podcast. We love you. Stay wow. safe out there. Well, you and <laughs> y'all have a good one. And Box Office Bros out. Thank you for listening to Box Office Bros. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Have a great day. And see you next time. I'm not back in five minutes.
Just wait longer. And now, for my next impression, Jesse Owens. Peace out. Later, Tater. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.